stops. Just like this bitch. Never fucking stops telling me <laughs> what the fuck I'm doing. Oh, I'm sorry, Coco. What's hey, good? Oh, I was gonna say, how's that new job, bro? Uh, we'll it? talk. I'll, I'll have a couple minutes to talk post recording. Uh, okay. So, sure. uh, what's good? What's good? What, we uh, <laughs> what the fuck? What? Yeah. What the fuck day is it today? It's Wednesday. Uh, it's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. We had to change this week because some shit came up, and so Monday didn't work. Deal with it. Uh, y'all still going to listen anyway, so I don't want to hear no one bitching. I'm very nice to our fans. So all 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 what ten of them? <laughs> no, we got we got more we got more than ten. Oh, I no, there's like twenty. I don't know. I haven't checked analytics for this getting, in a long time. I haven't either. I know we got more than ten. That's all I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna stand on that. Um, the I can figure that out too. Man, it's been it's been a day. So it is Wednesday, whatever the fuck day it is. Um, we obviously didn't have a chapter come out last week, so. I have a game I want to play with One Piece, but before we do, uh, we are currently, I believe, two Attack on Titan recaps since the last time we've recorded. The last yeah. two Sunday nights, I don't think we've, or no, we're just one off still. We're only a couple days off. We're not a full week off. Yeah, we're not a full week off. No, like last week, I mean, two weeks ago, it was kind of like, all right, well, three weeks ago, Aaron started the apocalypse. And I'm like, do? that's like, all right, where do we go from there? And then, like the week after, it was them kind of cleaning up. <laughs> they were they were kind of cleaning up, like you know, the titans that were everywhere. And <clears throat> Pixies okay. is dead. He's dead. Oh, okay, so they did do that scene. Okay. Yeah, they did that. And then this I last... like that. By the way, I thought that was I think that was an underrated moment while I was reading it. But I really liked the idea that like. well let me before i really liked it i you know i i thought it was sad you know in in classic attack on titan fashion that's just very depressing i mean the show's depressing if you like characters well i think back to that when i didn't know anything about the show and i thought pixies was the uh uh colossal titan I was like, oh. oh, that was like my original theory. I was like, oh, he's the colossal titan. Um, he wasn't. Spoiler no. alert. Yeah, it turns out, turns out he he just liked drinking. Yes. yes. <laughs> and he went out drinking. Um don't drink in that world. Yeah. And so that was basically just that episode. Uh, and then last week's was Annie's backstory. Or I guess the most recent episode was Annie's backstory. And that's about as sad as you'd think it is. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I love the line of. I love the line, like. All I wanted to do was to get was get back to my dad. So I would do it all again in a heartbeat. And I was like. With the apocalypse happening behind her. And I was like. So all right, all right, dude. That's pretty wild. <laughs> so it's intense too because, and this isn't um, this isn't a spoiler. This is an anime only thing too. Is so in the manga. Remember the the Night Tower during season two. Uh, yeah. It's the two, I guess, lieutenants or higher officers and the kids uh, got fucked up. Yeah. And so the girl that screams, "Dad, I'm sorry," 
So in the manga, she doesn't actually have any lines. That scene was expanded on because someone in the animation studio looked who already knew what was like going on down the line thought, what if we just like threw some Annie on this? Because that scene is that scene's not even the manga. Like her getting her own little death scene of getting pulled apart and going, Dad, no, is not in the original manga. Oh, oh, so, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the one of the and I don't know, I didn't get a name. And if I did, um, the article I was reading it said their name, and um, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to butcher it. And so, but they just decided they were like, you know, what would really make this episode go. They're like, well, we're not going to get to Annie for a while because this is years ago now at this point. Yeah. What if, and, and, and by this point, Annie is already frozen because she's frozen post the end of season one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what if we just made this like more sad? Well, how do you make it more sad? You make it Annie. And it's like, okay. So yeah, that you make girl, it Annie. I like, I like, I like calling it making it Annie. That's, that's she has some, no line in the original. Yeah. She, she is shown dead in terms of like um the panel with them so the guy getting his head hit because he wants the bottle that's in there and then the next panel just kind of signals that she's dead too and it's just all of the titans kind of munching but she yeah. doesn't get her own little scene where in the anime she does and that is still one of the more fucked up scenes in the anime of someone dying um and they've killed oh, a couple people by that point and it was like oh fuck man like y'all got me fucked up out here like so I thought yeah. that was a cool. I'm, I'm curious, like where they're, I, I appreciate the slowdown. I think uh, the same way I appreciated the slowdown episodes after uh, with season, the way season four started mm-hmm. or the first half of season four started. I appreciate it when it slows down because it doesn't feel like it's rushing towards an ending uh i think a lot of times when you have things just kind of popping off all at once it's very quick to go and like it's 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 nice to have the dips i think and i appreciate taking a dip after with the premise of like well i mean we can't do anything aaron literally controls everybody <laughs> he 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 if we we could go after aaron but he would just tell us to go away and then we would turn around and walk away you know like so i appreciate i appreciate them dealing and even armin was like uh in this episode we got the interaction with like armin and mikasa because she's like well what are we going to do about aaron and he's like i have so many other things i got to deal with right now besides the fucking shit with aaron (laughs) That's a whole other, I gotta, I gotta make sure Connie doesn't kill a kid. (laughs) Like the one kid that could like sway everything. Cause we need Gabby. (laughs) I'm like, I, I, I appreciate it. He's also like, and fucking Historia. I I gotta find what, where the fuck is she? (laughs) I I like the, I, so I'm not a fan necessarily of all the content in some of the slower episodes, but I do think it's really, um, I think it's very, because it's weird because like the manga is not slow because it's a monthly manga. And so, and I got yeah. to binge it from pretty much when I started reading, there was only like two chapters that had to be released before it was finished. And so when you're reading it, like these huge monthly chapters, it's really hard for that pacing to ever feel slow. Um, yeah. 
And so, but I do appreciate the I don't anime know, kind man. of taking you, some you liberties. Read, you read some Boruto? Fuck. Well, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> holy I hate, shit. I don't, I don't hate myself yet. Not that much. I'll, I'll yeah. get there one day. Don't bother. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate the anime taking the approach of like, hey, slowing it down. I think the manga tries to. It's just hard in that format. Yeah. And so, but because the ending of Attack on Titan is just like this thing that everybody's so curious about since its inception to kind of like take a minute, slow down, hey, reassess where we are. Let's look at the little things because one of, and I don't know the the, the comp and I don't know if it's a fair comp or not, but like the, the Game of Thrones comp that it's received during its lifetime I know the ending to Game of Thrones was always such a talking point. Like, holy shit, is he going to live? Is she going to die? Yeah. Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? And so Where is it going? On, yeah. Yeah, yep. Attack on Titan definitely has it. It's like, holy shit, how far is Aaron going to take this? Like like we've said since the beginning, how many characters are going to live? Who's going to die? Like, there's so much. And it's like, because you know that ending is so, um, what what's the word for like, like people want that ending so badly Mm. um your pacing matters a lot more this isn't yeah a, like like you we love it's one not a, piece but the end of one piece to the is, end yeah yeah the end of one piece was said in chapter one i want to be the king of the pirates well yeah. i know where luffy's going you don't know where aaron's going you don't yeah. know really where the world's going yeah i uh i so two episodes ago it was very much like uh it, it felt very heroic it felt like an old uh, even the music i think kind of played into it it, it felt like a, i wouldn't want to say i don't want to say season one to diminish it but it had that kind of like all right guys we're gonna go kill the titans and do our thing not even not season one i'd say we'll say season three or whatever okay. you know that that feel of before everything of like oh it's just titans in the city let's take them out you know mm-hmm. but those walls came down and my brain went, I, when a mountain falls, uh, when a mountain explodes, it doesn't just not have collateral damage. And that was the following episode with like all the people that were crushed by the walls. I um, mean, Aaron didn't exactly like, Aaron is not the most meticulous human being to ever be in an anime. He kind of just no, like, he's not. I, I feel this way, and I'm gonna just kind of run into this wall. <laughs> Aaron and finesse aren't really th- a thing. <laughs> to be fair, colossal tired. It's hard to be finesse. Uh, I'll give them some slack. Like it's a little hard, but like they they justify it too. Where there's like um, they're like, oh my god, Aaron's killing us, and they're like, we had he had to, otherwise the enemy would have killed all of us. And I was like. <laughs> like jesus christ the moral what a a fucked up show uh um what do you call it the um, like i said i don't think i have morality questions i've I've been very like straightforward on how i feel about aaron um but yes there are no yeah you can't it the idea of like now there's people that definitely think if you if you think hard as hell he's not anti-hero he's gone into villain territory (laughs) i would agree with you Uh, but like there's people who like that have like they wave the flag for aaron because anti-heroes we all think are cool as fuck i think at the start of season four i would have said anti-hero for sure when he attacked marley and like was killing the fuck out of like marley people 
mm-hmm. anti-hero for sure because I had three seasons of why he was doing that and then but even then you're kind of like going fuck Aaron <laughs> you're kind of tiptoeing a line here no, I wasn't tiptoeing uh, homie was smashing he was shit and yeah people telling Armin to nuke children you know was starting to dip into this kind of villainy territory and then you get the end of the first half of the fourth season and you're like uh, no he's 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 not he's not a good guy i i it's the uh, the attack on marley while i think it's it's, it's necessary. Cool and interesting it's from- necessary on, on a hundred like that's i think tough. i don't know if I, i'd call it necessary that's tough no i i 100 percent. i i don't again the whole the theme of attack on titan is that war is a cyclical thing mm-hmm. and i think if you uh especially when they gave context with backstory and they learned about marley through backstory and they're like well marley is just not it's Marley's... just not a good it's not a good country is they literally just go to war to make like stroke nationalism and you're like okay like the opening the opening battle is literally them blowing up people of color <laughs> like they're they're attacking serbia basically that's where to uh, look at it that's that's a, that's a very strong way to look at it i'm just I'm, you know but no, i'm not saying you're wrong i'm just no i'm, I'm not <laughs> uh i'm not wrong uh they just straight up say it like hey yeah no we go to war to appease the people and make the people feel good about themselves so we go and conquer countries and stuff and you know okay they're not good people and we didn't not the best place i didn't need marley to explain that they were bad outside of because they they literally kicked in a hole and had titans eat everybody (laughs) you know what i mean like they 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 literally fucked up everything. They triggered everything. And so what you know, me as a 28-year-old, would I have said revenge? No. But I mean, if do, I could turn into a do, Titan, I would be tempted. I'm not gonna do lie I uh, yeah, do I understand getting revenge? Yeah, I do. Especially when you realize how outclassed Marley is on a surprise attack. Like when a surprise attack on anybody kind of oh yeah i fucks them up but like a surprise attack on a militarized marley from the devils of parody wasn't anticipated <laughs> you know you know what i mean like i don't know like when they got a taste of their own medicine like i i was like oh, fuck yeah they fuck you <laughs> yeah, i i think sure. i like that's anti-hero territory for me for sure so I'm not sure if I call Marley. I'm not down to say that it was like, I, I don't totally condemn it. Um, I just don't know if I'm willing to say like flat out it was necessary. I do think the most interesting thing though about it, and you and you kind of get this whole thing throughout season four, because really like the Titans who are, they're essentially this like, this unbeatable enemy to start season one. Yeah. 
and, and like even the randoms, not even talking about the shifters, just the random Titans are like this unbeatable enemy. They're just so strong. What do you do with them? Like the eight people, like we're all just dying. And then you get into the shifter territory and you're like, damn, like, like the beast Titan was crazy when he dropped off. Cause it was like this fucker or even Annie is the female Titan. It was like, wait, so this fucker can think too. Like, yeah. how do you, how do you do this? Like, cause it's militarized, but it's a very like 1920s military. We just got fucking muskets. Like, they are not super advanced. Like, even though the jetpack is crazy to think about, the jetpack is the most advanced thing they have by a mile. Otherwise, You're talking I got, about, um, are we talking Marley or are we talking parody? Uh, parody. At this time. Okay. So, we're going early attack on Titan. Like, yeah, the jetpack have... is insanely complicated, but the swords are just their swords and they break because swords break, especially if you're just fucking wailing them at these giant monsters. Yeah, but like, you have to look at it on a cultural level too. When you have high walls, maybe running around with tanks isn't the right call. No, absolutely. You know, learning to fly around the walls is no, your I'm defense not, measure. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not shitting on the way they did it. I'm just saying in terms of like their their power level, essentially, like their military power level. They're even if they're even if they're a good military, the Titans were still up here because they were still dying at such a rapid pace. Like guys who were like levi oh yeah titan warfare is still was still like pretty brutal it it was only really like once it was interesting after like the battle of shinganshina part two Mm -hmm. like at the end of season three it was almost like they figured out how to deal with titans yeah because titans aren't scary anymore in season four well yeah no titans aren't scary anymore but it, it was almost like oh we now have the tech to like we we know enough about titans to just bring them over here and squish their heads with the use of like Aaron's hardening. We can literally make anything, and yeah, <laughs> we'll just do that. And, and like the moment they realized that it was a finite thing on the island because the island isn't everything, mm-hmm. they went, "Well, we can deal with a finite thing," and then they cleaned up parody, and then. season four (laughs) no and and levi had a lot to do with like there was just no longer anything levi literally i love that scene and levi's a really cool character nothing about him versus 30 titans makes sense but just the cool factor of fuck it we'll just fade away from the shot let him let him pull back up five minutes later covered in blood how do you do that shit we're not going to talk about it it's just levi it's like i understood yeah you don't need to know because you've seen him he literally uh took out like a line of fucking titans (laughs) to get to zeke (laughs) and at the time zeke was still impressive zeke was no longer impressive after that that's one of like the great all-time like defeats and where you end up on like the power scale because like all bad guys are like usually the top of the power scale at their introduction yeah that's just how arcs work and so zeke was like up here at the start of his arc and then by the time levi cut him down like because he just continued to fall because he was not only not impressive anymore as a titan like he was just he was a shitty titan he was a shitty warrior realistically a shitty kid it was like dog how far did you fall when levi cuts your shit but i think that's like just that's it's the the thing that makes I, I'm curious to see if we get more Zeke or if Aaron like absorbed him in some weird way. Um, I'm sure we'll get more Zeke, but I'm curious to see like 
I think it's just very, it's really interesting the way they, because he's the hero. Any other fucking story, he's the hero, except that he sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like every, he's Naruto, but if Naruto was just fucking awful and continued the fox, he didn't have, yeah, if Naruto didn't have the fox and didn't have the chakra. Except Zeke has the fox, which is the more fucked up part. Yeah, Zeke has the fox. <laughs> like it, it would it would be like Naruto with the fox, but realistically, everybody knows how to deal with the fox. If everybody, but he's like stuck in a world of everybody with a Sharingan. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I was like, oh, okay, we know how to deal with this. The um, the the Naruto point actually is one of my. Uh... I was, I was curious about this because we talk about more than just when you when you talk about like anime manga um cartoon sci-fi that shit kind of gets wrapped up into one and even though they have differences um we're just we're, we're two guys who talk so we're not gonna be too nitpicky about the differences but i was thinking about this this week um as i've gone through a bunch of one piece theory is do you think that One Piece has something that is so uniquely it? And like, in terms of a moment, I guess. Um, I'm going to explain this. I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but I think my example will kind of help clarify it. Like something that One Piece did that was so uniquely in its moment or design that it's like, if you say it, you know One Piece. Um, and this could be a like I said, a, a, a character realistically, it could be an idea, it could be a moment, or it could be one of our favorite words here, a trope. Like, uh, Luke, I am your father, or I am your father, uh, is okay. forever attached to Darth Vader and Star Wars, that when it's done in other series, like, we don't even like long lost brothers, cousins, like long lost relatives is a shitty trope. Because we've all seen it at its, and I'm not even saying Star Wars actually had like the best example of it, but it's so synonymous with Star Wars. It's like, you see that your brain's not going to think of whatever you're watching. You're going to think of Star Wars. Yeah. Do you think One Piece or what are other ones? Um, like, I think the Scarred Child is the, is a very much Harry Potter has that unlock. Yeah. Like, I, well, I mean, that's, you're talking about just like, like what is the one piece like what's like the one piece trope or thing that is like it's one piece like like goku going super saiyan it's just forever like like power-ups are essentially like and that and i only say power-ups but like the gold hair gold gold hair and anime and manga you even though other shows have used it in some effects even when they use it it's like a, yeah i'm just paying tribute i know I, I don't i know i don't got that cool that's theirs yeah um because I was trying to think about this with One Piece. I'm like, what is like the one thing in One Piece for all of its greatness up through this point? Like, does it have that moment or does it have that trope or thing that you're like, oh yeah, that's One Piece? It's probably like... You're talking about like... I think I'm having a hard time. I, it's, I, it's a hard thing to explain. I think, oh, you mean like what is like... Like what's the One Piece thing? thing that and you're like and, it, and it's not luffy spinning his hat on his finger whilst on the mary i i don't know if the i don't know if you because be that's like, that's one piece to me the like, straw hat like like well specifically like luffy like it's in, it's in the op it's in an opening so i don't I know, know if that counts about. 
Like he's just kind of sitting on the boat and he's spinning the hat on his finger. Do you think that if you were to talk to, let, let's say talk to casuals, because in regards to like Star Wars and Harry Potter, like I'm a casual, like a hardcore casual. So but you like, say, I you know, say, oh, I'm sorry. Keep going. Like, but I know like, you're like, I am your father. I'm like, I know, like, I know the Vader scene, even though I have almost no context around it. I only know literally just the scene. I know if, um, Naruto's his hand signs definitively and i'd even actually, argue the sound actually, effects of hand signs are ins- insanely popular no 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 i think it's di- i think it might be the running oh you're right yeah i no, think Naruto it's the running, running. absolutely i that thing has shown up in everything like my favorite my favorite is that like it's even made its way into that's just like that's just the way ninjas run apparently and that's how <laughs> pokemon started animating lucario to run like that so starting, I think it's in Sword and Shield, like Lucario starts running, like <laughs> with it with its hands behind its back. Yeah, I guess that's my thing. It's like it's hard to say, like to call that like a, a trope or an idea, but it's just like that iconic thing that stuck. And the Naruto running is not like the most important part of Naruto, like not even close. Because as a kid, they <laughs> no. did it, and I don't think I gave it much mind. I just kind of threw it in the world of it's like, oh, it's a, it's a it's an anime, it's a cartoon. Like they all do, they all do some kind of wonky or weird shit. Um, yeah like does does one piece have that to you and this isn't a detriment against one piece. this is just like i was because like besides i don't i i I wouldn't i don't think so like i know i show i during the summer olympics i throw i threw up like oh one piece through the different countries and you had people doing like like frankie and third gear uh, i think i think i saw a second gear in there too see that's cool i just i don't know if it's like, like pokemon has like it's pikachu yeah like it's, it's just it's just this yeah. different thing where you're like oh yeah you don't even have to know the name pikachu if someone just showed you a the yellow rat they're like oh yeah i know that without yeah. knowing a damn thing i don't think one piece has one which is kind of sad to think about. Like, I think if I think subtly, everybody like the One Piece fandom knows that you know, you know, Third Gear is pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, but like you all, like Super is pretty cool. Like, I just we, we got to figure gear. this out. We got to Oda. I, Oda I would back in the second chat. gear. Second gear is a big one. Se- second gear is. I, I definitely like say that every now and then and kick it into second gear, you know. I do. I just don't know if that's like the man. It's tough because it's like all these moments I are. I don't think One Piece has one. Like if, all these moments are obviously like super super iconic. Like I said, even like with Harry Potter, and it's like just the oh the child born with a scar. Like mm-hmm. and it, and it does it so much to where it's like you can't make another show and have any kind of primary color rodent and people will take you seriously like that role is forever locked off blocked off you can't do it no one's even going to take it seriously i figure the straw hats and probably it's just a symbol that gets like thrown in to things and that's how the other shonen comics pay tribute i think they toss the hat in i think it's really close um 
Yeah, I think I think this I think when I got to it, like the straw hat is super close. And I would like to think that it's just hard for like casual because especially even casually, like Luffy, when you see like just random pictures of One Piece, Luffy gets stuck in these and he and he deserves it. So this isn't for like people that are actually into anime manga. This is not a discredit towards Luffy. This is just how the rest of the world sees these. But Luffy is always in pictures next to Ichigo. Goku and Naruto like just throughout the history of his life he is in pictures with those guys more than anybody else yeah and it's like and I would argue Ichigo is probably fourth on that list in terms of it's like you could show a random person Ichigo and they'd be like I don't know what the fuck this is like Bleach That's I don't what, think I, I don't think Bleach has one I don't I, I definitely don't think Bleach has one like unless you have like some casual shouting Bankai but like and I, I don't I don't think, think they I don't think that exists <laughs> but so it's like but like you would, like you said, like the Naruto I barely, running outside of the Bleach fandom, I don't think that's there's a Bleach fandom. It's, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're loud and they're proud. <laughs> they're loud and proud people. But it's like <laughs> I am the... not a part of that fandom <laughs> Be- because again, I am 28. There you go. But you and it couldn't season it, next year. It couldn't hold year. the. I think it's this year. Fuck. You couldn't hold the attention of a 17 year old. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't. 16 year old i think i was six when did it end i think i was like 16 17 yeah you're right <laughs> I'm like, i couldn't I, even tell you when it ended <laughs> i know the first episode and i know something i know a little bit about soul society and i'm like i think there's like 10 captains yes <laughs> is there? Like, I, th- I think it's 10 captains yeah and i only did that so i'm like oh it's 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 an anime manga it's got to be like an even number see the zero ten let me see the end date was yeah 2016 uh summer 2016 so we were going into our junior year summer of 2016 my nigga you was 22 i was (laughs) fuck it ended when i was in college no i was like wait a minute i ain't i was in 2016 i think i mean that's the I feel like that's the anime ending. I don't feel like that's. I feel like the manga ended closer. To no, the that's what it's saying. Publication until August twenty second, twenty sixteen. Fuck! I thought it was so long ago. I thought it was still on one manga. <laughs> um. Oh fuck! That's that's rough, buddy. Well. Oh. So yeah. Um, anyway, fuck that. Anyway, good thing so, that's coming back six years later. All right, so so moving on from that, and I do think the hat should. I think the hat absolutely deserves a spot. This is yeah. this is not my own personal opinion. This is what I like. If I was trying to think about casuals, and I spend way too much time on this shit, but when you try to make this job, I got to do more homework than average people. I did yeah. enjoy. Have you played? Before you jump into... I have not played RCS yet, but there is a reason for it, and I will be able to tell you off air. This oh is air. God. This is air time. I, I just played. Oh, I, 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 I've done everything except the final boss. And I don't know how to explain it without spoiling things so i'll just leave it at that just leave it just leave it at that because i got i I got i got announcements coming and i I can't play it yet but trust me we're getting close when give me give me a date when do you think you'll be able to play it i will tell you off air because genuinely i want to say it off air because i have like i have i have a rollout thing that's coming out um for hard foul so 
it's it one of those things I, during I want that. I want I want to watch you play some of it so <laughs> you'll be able to it'll be on twitch trust me okay cool I'll, I'll be in the chat and I'll just be like what's good homie the whole time um <laughs> so I do enjoy that um out of all little group chats is uh we have the group chat with you me and Jake and I presumed you were probably asleep because I think last Saturday or this last Saturday I randomly just started texting it around like 11 o'clock at night and I was yeah. like, well, Jake was Jake was responding. I was like, Matt's not. And I'm like, yeah, well, Matt's probably just going to like wake up and be like, fuck these guys. That explains <laughs> why Alex put my phone on sleep mode. <laughs> um, So this is this next little part is just kind of like a, a poking into the group chat. Also just some one piece A or nay. So a couple of things. These are not fully fleshed out theories. These are not even fully developed ideas i'm just going to kind of throw out thoughts and and you can do the same with your own okay and it's just kind of like a quick yay or nay and maybe like a sentence to explain it so okay the first one and we discussed this in uh the group chat which is i asked is like what was ace's like what was ace's actual place in the world um in terms of his power because he was the second division commander of the whitebeard pirates which theoretically even though we've never gotten the full breakdown of how that works theoretically in whitebeard's monster trio it should be marco ace joseph and then obviously that was his mon- that should have been his monster trio right correct but because of the time that ace was introduced ace doesn't really hold up to what we've now seen in terms of the other emperors are the other emperors big threes so like yeah ace doesn't look like at the time he was introduced he doesn't look like he should be able to fight queen king or jack he doesn't look like he should be able to fight kata curry cracker i i Smoothie's feel like gone. i don't know I, why we even got the character i guess like smoothie is the third one right she is but we just crackers did four. nothing. yeah which means she's she's on contention for competing with uh ace there you go I I would put him as number three, and only below Jozu. I would put him below Jozu for sure, because Jozu Jozu's diamond. So I I always figured Jozu didn't have hockey because or arm like he didn't need armament hardening because he he he's diamond. Correct, but he does he confirms has it, and that's because he was able to hit out Kiji and make out Kiji bleed. So he's oh, got it. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I agree. With, I think his diamond is probably just as hard as hockey, but he does have hockey. Yeah, his hockey is probably yeah okay. If he's able to deal damage to Aokiji, yeah. Um, I figured Ace and Jack are probably on the same level. If you ask me, doesn't that seem weird? Like, and I, I think Ace struggled. I think Ace is unfairly judged because of the time of the series. I don't think what I don't think Oda was ready to throw that bombshell of that power level on Alabasta because well here he, okay well let's let's flip it a bit though um, flip it. again we don't know anything about Blackbeard's fruit Correct. and so theoretically hockey could be something else that gets sucked in sucked in mm-hmm. and you know that's. We, I figured he wasn't going all out against Smoker. Oh, definitely not. Um, and at that point, too, Smoker probably had some form of hockey. Mm-hmm. 
not a lot, but like some form. So I figure he was still a captain then, right? He was Captain Smoker. He wasn't a vice admiral yet. He didn't become vice admiral until after the time scale after Crocodile. Okay, yeah, because all the vice admirals are have to have hockey. Yeah, but yeah, so I figured he had a little bit of hockey. Uh, Ace probably had a bit, but I think Akainu is just on another level. That was it, that was my other point is like because again like law versus virgo is a good example virgo had hockey arguably he had a ton of hockey he was really really good at it law was also really good at it and was still able to cut him in half with full body hockey so i figure ace had it but Akainu was just Akainu was at Whitebeard's level. You know what I mean? He was fighting Whitebeard and didn't die. He wasn't at Whitebeard's level. He was at he the, took the, he took some earthquakes to the he, body. He did. A, Akainu he was, a, was stronger than Ace, but I think Akainu was also stronger than any of the Emperor's subordinates. So I'm not oh, yeah. I think, I our, think the admirals are I, I, I'm willing to put them right there because I think it's like emperors admirals and then the subordinates and then sanji and zero kind of fuck it up because they're essentially main characters on the crew and yeah. like they're somewhere in that area too i, I just think, think ace was like a uh, symbolic like uh because the way whitebeard's ship was structured it wasn't so much power level it was more like well it initially was power level but second seat was for odin and had been vacant since Odin. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And so, like, it was more of a symbolic of, like, hey, you're one of the family, and you're going to grow, and you're going to become strong as hell. That's, okay, that's fair. Like, I, that, that's I, how I saw it. I'll, 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 I'll fuck with that. So he wasn't technically a billion Barry kind of love. Because I think his bounty even at that point was like a hundred million or 200 million like it was crazy it was, for that point it was in the like, series i don't even think it was confirmed was it i think he got a confirmed one later down the line i think when he died they showed us um a bounty picture it's i could just, be totally wrong that. but oh um, his bounty was 550 million okay which is crazy at that point in the series like because luffy hadn't even hit 100 yet i think by the time we hit the alabaster yeah but but that makes him the weakest number two if you will correct and um so okay so that was that was fair i, I could i can concede to that that's yeah. like i forget odin had the seat before him that mm-hmm. one was always kind of odin's place is uh really weird in the world because he's theoretically um odin did a um odin's a lot more talking than i ever thought he did like this fool does literally like he only puts up the chapters, but this fool does like press conferences and little like teasers snippets like a lot. Um, Cause you brought like the Akainu Whitebeard thing. He's like the only confirmed character stronger than Whitebeard, which I thought was interesting is Roger. And he's like the only reason if they don't get in Oda's mind, he's like, if Whitebeard showed up and is never stabbed by Squad, taking the first initial injury, he would make it out of Marine Ford alive because he would break the fuck out the place. Because he was while while he was older and he had injuries, 
uh, one of the themes Oda's always done in terms of it's like, well, what is your most, what is your newest injury? And are you reopening it by moving too fast? Yeah. And Whitebeard got stabbed and then took a 50 foot jump into uh, Marine Ford. And he's like, it went downhill from there. But he says, without the stab, he's like, Whitebeard lives. And then he's like, well, I'm gonna stab the fucker because I need him to move out the way. Um, Interesting. I like that a lot. Is the, that, that, that makes me. Okay. I like that. He's very, he is very big on like, ex, he's like I said, he's done a lot more talking than I ever thought he did, but he was very big on explaining like why certain characters end up in certain spots. And he's like, um, cause he, he did defend Ace to some degree too. He was like, by the time Ace got out there, not only was, um, a kind of who quote unquote has the strongest offensive devil fruit, even though I find that hard to believe considering what Whitebeard did with his, but yeah, he's like but- Ace was also beat up and long-term effect of sea stone. It's like the longer mm-hmm. you're in it, the less powerful you feel. So Ace wasn't fighting at a hundred percent. He was more yeah. like fighting at, he's like roughly like half his strength and against an Admiral, that's not good enough. Oh, wow. I never thought of it that way at all, but yeah, that's it, isn't it? So the effects of he was in Seastone for weeks. months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was it months? I would say months, right? He gets captured at the I've end of Water like 7. I don't think I've ever seen he gets captured the end of at Water the- 7, but I don't know how long it actually. Huh? Yeah. Just the end of Water 7. So yeah, it would take time. Yeah. Damn. So Water 7 to Sabodi to. Uh, you know, he gets beat by Blackbeard on in between Water 7, and then all of Thriller Bark happens. Yeah. Which is only not, I don't, I wouldn't say it's too long, but like it Thriller is. Thriller only like two days, I think. It's a few. It, real time. Yeah, I think they like chill for a little bit afterwards, but it's only a few days. And then. I don't know if I would call Zoro chilling. Zoro was yeah. trying not to die. <laughs> and, yeah, then you have uh the bit where you have the bit with the uh the flying fish people not people but uh what's his name not sanji but he's sanji's wanted poster oh yeah Yeah, duval that's a day and then that's the most i thought that was filler ever yeah the fact that's a real character is like Nah, Duval. Uh, and then you have everything that happens at Sabodi, and then he's on Amazon Lily for a bit, and then they he finds out where Ace is being held. I would say it's now? been it's I'd say it's been a, it was he was in season yeah, for about about a month. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found that clip by the way after the fact because I text, but um, after texting you and Jake is when I got the. Uh, clip of Otis saying about like why um other factors um leading to ace dying because at the time i was just like man ace feels really underwhelming for a um second in command of an emperor crew especially mm-hmm. what was considered the strongest crew at the time yeah but he, he wasn't weak though <laughs> he wasn't weak i wouldn't say he was weak there's uh because he was able to beat jimbe He did there's beat Jimbe on a 1v1. There's also um this here's another yay or nay. Um 
just if how, depending on how you feel about it. Kaido has always been stronger than Whitebeard. Whitebeard just moved more strategically. Mm, no, I would say Whitebeard was stronger than Kaido because Kaido acknowledges that he couldn't beat Whitebeard. Are you talking about Kaido now versus they're, Whitebeard? They're, because their lives essentially are they're, they're living in the same era. They're, or they're, they're maybe a few years off in terms of actual age, but they've essentially been pirates and lived throughout the exact same time. And it's the idea that Kaido has always had more, like more raw power than Whitebeard, but Whitebeard was more strategic. No, I think you got peak Whitebeard takes out peak Kaido in a heartbeat. Maybe not a heartbeat. I don't think anyone at that level gets taken out that quick, but you know what I mean? I I would put more money on Whitebeard strictly, strictly because everyone went, oh, he's guarding the throne. Mm-hmm. He could be king of the pirates if he wanted to, but he refuses. So, um, <clears throat> which me. means like, which means theoretically, all he would have had to have done is gone to war with Big Mom and Kaido to get the Poneglyphs, and then he could have taken the throne. That's true. right. Had to go to war with them. Like the emperors don't like fighting each other. Like that is a definitive. Yeah, it's not a good. It doesn't end well for anybody, <laughs> really. Uh, yay or nay? Okay. And this is this is I I think the more that I thought about this, I really liked this um, because it fills two quotas. A, it's the older generation going away, legitimately the older generation going away, and B, you'll still get that emotional ass kicker. Is if we were to get a second death of someone close to Luffy. Yay or nay, it should be Rayleigh, not Shanks. Mm. No, should be Shanks. You think it should be Shanks? Yeah. I've also, mainly because I there's a part of me that's like, man, I like the idea that Shanks is a bad guy. <laughs> I, I, I've seen a lot of that on the internet. Like my phone heard you the first time you said that shit. And I've seen so many like theory videos pop up my YouTube feed. Like what if Shanks is evil? What if Shanks is plotting? Why is he talking? And I'm like, I just, that's one of those things that I'm like, I just don't think, I'm not going to say it's a bad idea. I just can't, I won't believe it until I see it. Like I literally have to see Shanks like stab Luffy before I'm like, oh yeah, I would. Theoretically, theoretically. Shanks has already done some crazy shit and it's he took kid's arm like he literally just crippled kid I mean Shanks is a pirate Shanks is a pirate and that's all we you know what I mean like we know Shanks is cold-blooded but like I I, we don't know where his allegiance lies so I think losing an arm is like the sign of an emperor Shanks is missing an arm kid Shanks is an arm well, kid, a kid at least has like his replacement, right? Like he can just magnetize an arm. Like, uh, well, I got his arm cut off, and he put it back on. It's it's. What if he? So if he gets she stackled, like, would his like surgery not work during like the moment? I would hope it had healed at this point. <laughs> I just imagine putting see, and this is in a serious plot. Point. If this he get if he gets C shackled, do all of the hearts 
that are that's what I was just are all the hearts suddenly like out in the open. <laughs> Hundred Heart Shanks or whatever his name is, Dark uh, Surgeon Shanks. Um, I just imagine like you just put like fucking um shackles around his wrist and his fucking left arm just falls off as you do it. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. I need that. Hold on. <laughs> I need this. Um, did we do we know if Crocodile had hockey when he fought Luffy? There's no confirmation of Crocodile having hockey at that point in time. Okay. Um the only and I so I think there is and Oda has I don't have a I don't have a clipped reference to this one. I think there's something about Crocodile that is um interesting about and like i said i I have he's another one where i'm like his place in the world where he was at when we found him i don't think it's fair to completely judge him um because i think he was a really cool character i think what he was trying to do was big time and at the time he was crazy strong but yeah for crocodile even to have attained like warlord status he would have had to fight people who also had logia powers and so while we've never gotten to see it because he's really only clashed with he clashed with Doflamingo, which yeah, I think you have to have hockey just to fight homie. Because I, I, I don't know. It, it well, be, I I think he had like I think he I think he's an example of someone who didn't have who ha- doesn't have hockey, but like knows how to use his fruit really well. Could be so like. I mean, we've said for a long time that, like, he has an awakened devil fruit. <clears throat> so he was able to dry out everything. Uh, Doflamingo cuts his head off at Marine Ford, and he just reattaches his head. So. That's another, yeah. though, like, pre-hockey. Like, it, it, it's it's hard to tell with hockey because of the way that it works. There's a lot of situations you could kind of nitpick if like, well, why didn't this happen? Or why? Like, like Whitebeard has hockey. We all know that. And he stabs the piss out of Elkiji. And it's like, are you, are you just manipulating your body to not get hit with it? But it's hockey. I thought it's supposed to like just enforce itself. Like, because we like really know awakened... what hockey was at that yeah. time. It's like, it's hard to go back and I'm not even going to, I don't, because I don't no want to really do it. Yeah, there's no way. I, I I feel like the only way you can really fix it is that Logia Awakening allows them to dodge around hockey. That's in some way. Yeah. That also <clears throat> would explain. I mean, that also kind of explains Blackbeard's fruit a little bit too. If he had an awakened fruit. <laughs> he would have been able to dodge around hockey on some level. I don't know. Yay or nay. And I'm kind of sad about this, but I think it's just where we're at in the story. Okay. The general One Piece fan. I want to say the general. I want to put on the fans. There's not a, there's no reason to go to LDAF at this point. There is, if it's the last island. So, okay. I, hear, I hear me out. I, cause we know where 
three of the four poneglyphs are, right? I thought we knew all four. We got it, Wano. Wano. The one on Zunisha. Okay. Big Mom. Big Mom. Sky Island. That's not a orange one. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Okay. So they, I my Is theory. Is Fishman Island? No, that's just a regular poneglyph. Okay. No, my theory was that the fourth red one was on the last island of the Grand Line. Uh, it might, if it was on Elbaf, which could be the last island of the Grand Line. That that that's how that's how I saw Elbaf coming back in. We do I I I would love to see the fourth one there because then that means that like the giants the giants have had well the giants are ancient too. They should have the fourth one. They they should. That's uh, and they have no reason to give it to anybody except Luffy because Luffy and Hajrudin are allies. <laughs> Okay, yeah, no, so this says, um, yeah, no, okay, so no, Fishman Island does have one of them. Wano, Zoe, so Kaido, Wano, Hokeke Islands, the ones Kaido and Big Mommy have, okay. Fishman Island, and Zoe. Where in Fishman Island did that happen? I thought that was like right I don't, at the end. I don't think so. I don't think that's right. I'm trying, I just, I just want to confirm this before we can see, like, just want to make sure. Um, Fishman Island Road Poneglyph. Maybe. Wait. Where did this get? Yeah, no, it says it was, it's in Fishman Island, but volume 96. What? When did that happen? Hold on, we're going to bring this up because that's a big, that's a pretty big deal. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is like, because there's people who have theory videos say Blackbeard has one. No, Blackbeard wouldn't have one. That's. Uh... Okay, there we go. So, all right, internet, I found it. Okay, no, so that's what they're doing. Okay, the road Poneglyph was on Fishman Island because it's there during Odin's flashback, but it's not there when the Straw Hats arrive. So we are still missing one road Poneglyph. I was all fucked up, and I'm like, wait, this is... So I know there was something down there, but I'm like, I didn't think because the whole reveal of Fishman Island, like, Oda's oh, not... okay, it is still considered lost. Okay, we're correct on correct. the wiki. I saw the Fishman Island thing, and I was like, why is it on Fishman Island? No, it it's was not there. on Fishman Island when Joy Boy was there and when Odin was there, and then it has gone missing since Odin, which makes sense because they've all been fucked up since Roger left. Yeah. So, um, so we have three confirmed. Zunisha has one. Yeah, I wonder. Charging. I wonder if Whitebeard moved it. Just so he didn't have to deal with people like trying to do it. Yeah, because or... in that time period, Whitebeard ran 
Fishman Island. So I wonder if he moved it somewhere. And if he moved it somewhere, why is it Elbaf? <laughs> it's the only reason Elbaf would be important. It's why Elbaf comes back into the story. But El- Elbaf is just not, it's just, I, I love the idea of giants, but it really has lost a lot of its luster, especially with the amount of big people that we had in the story at this point. I think it's on Elbaf because Big Mom was really mad that she wasn't able to form that alliance with giants. But you don't think she could just go there? Like, do you no, think Elbaf is really I think off she, limits? I, I think she's a half giant. And like Big Mom just can't walk in and like fuck with it if she's trying to like build that rapport. You know what I mean? But she's I been th- at this for years. Yeah. Like she's been at this shit for And that's why she was really mad when Lola didn't marry the giant. I I guarantee it's on Elbaf. And that's why Elbaf comes into the story. I think I think we just popped one, boys. Next year, and fuck that. <laughs> I just, I just, I, I've lost my love for the Giants. Used to love them, loved the idea, and now it's like, because we haven't even got like a good giant Navy officer to make us feel like, oh, we're attached to him. Yeah, because he got one shotted by Whitebeard. <laughs> we don't have a good giant pirate. Like Hajrudin got fucked up. <laughs> it, it's like. He's he got fucked up twice in one arc. I know that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't have like that character to be like, oh yeah, this is what the reason why we love giants, and this is Matt's side of the fandom, not mine, is fucking Usa. That's yeah. It. Homie said, I want to go to Elbaf, and it's like, all right, we gotta go to Elbaf at some point. Like, yeah, no, you're not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Usopp said it, and that's foreshadowing. Yay or nay. I think this is really cool. I'm gonna fuck with I'm gonna fuck up everybody's mind right now. And this has this is the follow up to the Elbaf question. Yay or nay, we will get the Straw Hats prologue, them going their own ways. So this is Usopp going to Elbaf. This is Sanji finding the all blue. This is Nami doing her map. This is Zoro getting lost somewhere and drunkenly fighting Mihawk. Like everybody's little goal that they all set out that they wanted to do after we hit like whatever is the coronation of King of the Pirates for Luffy and the crew. We will get a prologue of them also getting, because it's really hard if we're quote unquote, as far into the story as we are now, you're telling me we're going to get the Void Sentry, Mary Joie, Eam, Joy Boy, King of the Pirates, and All Blue, and El Bath, and Robin, like there's yeah. a lot So like. So I don't think, I don't think we get it as like a prologue, or I don't think we get it as a prologue how i see the next act going is that the straw hats i see the straw hat crew splitting up again i think i think what's will end up what will end up happening is that zoro is really messed up in his post fight with king and Chopper will probably stay with Zoro. Luffy and something's going to happen with Vivi where they find out that some, they need to go help Vivi. So some of the crew is going to deal with that. Robin and Frankie and Jimbe will probably need to like I won't say Jimbe, but Robin and Frankie might take off to go deal with 
uh, <laughs> Sabo. Because remember, Sabo got captured. Captured. Yeah, quote unquote. There's a lot of pieces that are moving and I can see the crew kind of splitting apart to go deal with that. Um, and that is where I'm, I, I get worried when that happens because I don't think we've ever had a prolonged period of chapters where Luffy wasn't in it. But I think if you want to do good justice to these storylines, and at this point, you can, because we, Luffy is literally at the, at the end of this, he will be the strongest. Uh, he, he'll be one of the strongest people. So we don't really need to hang out with Luffy. Mm -hmm. it, it's literally Luffy's emperor level. And now we can deal with all the other storylines. <clears throat> I could, I could see Oda starting this next arc with splitting the crew apart and having them go and deal with these things that feed the story back to us in a way I, I I'm curious I'm curious to see because Zoro is really really messed up like and I think that's a that's a big that's a big catalyst you know Zoro being messed up is pretty large um yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, your name, and I like this one too. And this was uh, not my original idea, but I, I watched a lot of YouTube videos the past couple weeks. Is someone said, "Yeah, your name," as a standalone character, and obviously he's all fucked up and he's all weird right now. Uh, but Kuma is one of the ten strongest pirates on the planet, and this came right now? from. Right now or before you I'm gonna I'm gonna say robot. whatever we're gonna consider like prime Kuma. Obviously, right now he's a robot and he's all fucked up. But prime Kuma, and someone someone uh the way they broke this down, that was really interesting. They're like, if you go just physical attributes, he's as strong as anybody. He is a tank of a man. Um, he has a really strong devil fruit. You could argue because of his devil fruit, he's the second fastest character we've ever seen besides Kizuru, because homie just teleports. He goes. And it's just, it's instant. So you could argue he's as, he's faster than anybody not in Keysbrew. He is as strong as anyone when it comes to just brute physical force. Like his name, we were introduced to him as the tyrant. So you know he can fight. He's got a strong, like he's, Kuma's a top 10 pirate if he's all there. Obviously he's fucked up at the moment and he was, um, whatever Vegapunk ended up doing them beyond just turning him into a cyborg. Yeah, I was going to say Cyborg Kuma, I would say, is a monster. I, I, the Kuma that we saw in Sabodi, mm -hmm. I would say that was a monster. Um, Kuma... No, sorry, no. You don't think he's really hitting top 10 I, status? No, because I think Paramount War Kuma was like, okay. He didn't do much in Paramount War, to be fair. Yeah. He was very, he could, and he was already full cyborg by that point. Was he? 
Yeah, because Doflamingo tells Yvonne um, or Eva, like, hey. Oh, he's all gone. Yeah, he's like, I know that's your homie, but, like, that's not really your homie. Okay. I Okay. I, I would say Sabodi Kuma and Thriller Bark Kuma. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree. Uh, because they're cyborg, cyborg level. Now, take away the cyborg bits. I, I think he's a monster with with or without the cyborg. I think he was just, and I think that's why they let him. Like I said, this isn't a fully fleshed out thing, and that's why Dragon trusted him so much to go get whatever Vegapunk was going to do to him, because that's in Dragon's mind. He's like, this is my strongest ally in terms yeah. of just pure strength. True. What, do you think Kuma might have been number? Is do you think Eva has always been number two, or as was Kuma I, number two? So the numbering, I think, is more so kind of when they joined along. But I think if it like in terms of power, I think right now Sabo and Kuma would be fighting for that top spot. Okay. And that's and Sabo is at least in our 10 second fight we saw of him is essentially we he's around Admiral level. So because he was able to hold off Fujitora. Um, yay or nay. And this is one of my favorite ones that I thought of this week. Um Vegapunk is essentially a warlord. He is not some grand navy scientist. He is just a scientist who does sick shit. And because he makes pacifists for the navy, the navy lets him go off. Oh, you think he's the seventh warlord? Or he's he's not he's not a warlord by name, but his role with the government is warlord-esque. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. He does some sick fucking shit. That is like yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, he he just, yeah. The fact that like the three top scientists and it's like Germa science and uh, Queen See, is on that level. Is he, and was then, Caesar considered that? Caesar worked with Vegapunk. But I don't Caesar, know they... worked, Caesar worked with Vegapunk and I would consider Caesar the uh, Moria to Kaido. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with that. Where he's like, oh, I could just be, I could be Kaido. <laughs> if I was just born everything. <laughs> born different. <laughs> oh, oh fuck. Um, and I like I like the idea of it's like Vegapunk does all these sick fucking experiments, but because the Navy gets a cyborg army and um because Vegapunk essentially has, and I didn't think of it this way, Vegapunk essentially has whatever Blackbeard's doing with his fruit. Um, now, it might be the same thing. We've always associated what Blackbeard does with his fruit, but Vegapunk has stolen devil fruit powers mm -hmm. because all of the pacifista use Kizaru's. Hmm. So, yeah. We've always associated what Blackbeard did to Whitebeard is like, oh, well, it's his fruit. He's sucking something out. Ha ha, get your jokes off now. Um, and so, but before Blackbeard did that, it's like Drake's looking at the past feast and he's like, oh, this homie has Kizaru's bean. Oh, we're just fucked. Like, because yeah. <laughs> then theoretically, if we ever get a, another type of soldier next to the pacifista, Who's to say the next ones don't start shooting out fucking magma? Yeah. Like. And Caesar was working on what? Fake devil fruits. He was working on, he was also working on making fake giants also. Yeah. 
So it's like the idea of stealing someone's power while, and like I said, Blackbeard's fruit might be able to do it. By the way, there's really weird Blackbeard is an octopus theories on the internet. Don't watch them. They're all bad. Um, <laughs> just, just if you're listening. Is that just, is that just the Cerberus <laughs> argument again? It's, it's, but like it's with essentially eight arms but instead but of. Got, yeah. So he has eight yeah. fruits and it's like, dog, that's y'all doing too much right now. Um, so, but yeah, if you see Blackbeard octopus, just run away. Um, the, uh. Yeah, so but because of that, though, because of they're all doing similar types of science, it kind of feeds the fact of Vega, like Vegapunk's not a good guy. He is not some honorable Navy soldier who is trying to do right by the world government. And yet he let my only counter to that is he let he honored Kuma's wishes of let me defend the Straw Hats ships until they get back. Yeah, because he just likes to see the world burn. That doesn't that doesn't fuck with this. He he got told, hey, I do this, and then I get your body forever. Like, so well, yeah, but you, there was a there was a chance that none of the straw hats survived. Oh, absolutely. Which means that Kuma would just be there. Correct, correct. We Especially also Especially when Luffy showed up at the war. <laughs> there's, I would say, and we wouldn't get this until later um because when we finally get that once again another thing we got to shove in these next however many hundreds of chapters of one piece left is vegapunk story is kuma might have had a time bomb and so vegapunk might have been willing to be like yeah you can go do that but if i don't have your if i don't have your fat ass back here in two and a half years like bye yeah and maybe so, yeah i i could see like i said i could see the straw hats kind of splitting apart and exploring all these different loose ends, you know, because if this is going to be the war that we've never, a war like we've never seen before, like, yeah, that's you, a you, good, that's a good starting point. I just, I just get, if there's any, if there's any manga that can do it, One Piece could do it. Yeah. Uh, because Bleach, Bleach fucking tried. <laughs> And Bleach was not, Bleach couldn't do it. Naruto tried and Naruto. Naruto couldn't do it. Naruto got the premise right. I think they just butchered the piss out of the execution. But I, I always, I, lo- I loved the premise initially of bringing back, because I thought they were going to bring back more than just like dead people we saw. Like I thought we were going to get, because you could have fleshed out all the villages during that war. Thanks, Kishimoto. Um, but like they had a great premise, great final been- villain, a lot of fucking up and choppy on the way to get there. Yeah. But hey, man, you know, do you? Well, I always figured that, like, what if Naruto would have had one more arc and it would have been one after the war? I know, like, it's nice to end on a war, but I think it would have so. been, I think it would have been interesting to, like, have Naruto, like, I don't know, like, have, maybe you kill off the Kage and then, and then you have to deal with a w- world that has post-war and everything's destabilized. Could it, we could have gotten Ronin Naruto running around. I mean, there's, 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 there's a, there's there's a bunch a, of what ifs and possibilities. With Naruto. No Utsuki. No Utsuki. That was, <laughs> that was how, um, that, that was a big, no, 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 no Utsuki. Um, 
I got one more here for, let me see if I wrote it down. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, uh, have that. Already talked about that one. Hoban, Rayleigh. I think my last yay or nay. Oh, it came from the group text. That's why I didn't write it down. Hold up. Because I think Jake said it. Oh, yeah. I, I did love that I was able to get Jake triggered by the, I, I got somebody else in my height argument at one piece. I was like, what'd you say? I thoroughly enjoyed. It. I was able to get Jake. I got Jake down this fucking rabbit hole of like googling how tall characters are in one oh, piece, yeah. and then looking oh, at them yeah. next to each other. And I was like, yes, I have kept. First off, do you know what like a Roger Whitebeard standoff looked like? Roger's nine foot one, <laughs> and Whitebeard is twenty one feet tall. Is Whitebeard 21 feet tall or was Whitebeard like 10 feet tall? Whitebeard is 21 feet 10 inches tall. I thought I thought he said that someone got their conversions wrong. No, when he he because he said Roger was 5'9. <laughs> Roger was five feet. Roger is slightly taller than my dad. Uh <laughs> Roger's it was like um but Whitebeard, um, funny enough, is the shortest of the monsters from the uh 2110. <laughs> like, was he a giant? No, no, he's just a big human. He's just a big human. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking look at this point though. Like, oh I'm yeah, I like I like this. Like, Whitebeard was an abnormally large man <laughs> with the height, but like that's pretty funny though. 666 centimeters. That's fucking cool. That's... <laughs> because we're the only uh, nation that goes by feet and inches. Everywhere else goes by centimeters, I guess. Mm-hmm. 666 centimeters is a pretty good fucking number. <laughs> I will always, I will, one of my um, favorite things about Whitebeard, and I will always appreciate Oda doing it, is that. Um, Whitebeard and Blackbeard have the real Whitebeard and Blackbeard's names from history. They're just flip-flopped. Yeah. Also, yeah, that's really cool. Blackbeard, in historical context, is the first warlord. He was the first pirate to do things on behalf of the queen and be able to get away with it because he was giving her money. So, shout yeah. out to Blackbeard for being the first warlord. This says Roger was nine feet tall. Yeah, I think it's nine, nine. Yeah, I think I had him at like nine feet one, and then it's it's really weird because they're all just fucking human. Like Shanks and Marco are eight feet plus tall. This is why I'm like, this <laughs> like is why I'm just... like, Zunisha was the chopper of Joy Boy's crew <laughs> at full height. Didn't keep growing, by the way. Zun- <laughs> like every, everyone, huge. everyone was just massive. <laughs> all the admirals are ten feet, like. Like Luffy's a midget. Luffy, I think, is legitimately just six feet tall. Is he even six foot? I want to say last time I looked this up, he was about six feet tall, but it's it's the funniest shit. Um, Luffy's the most normal person in One Piece. Oh, he's 5'8". Yeah, he's he's 5'7 and three quarters. I'm sorry, he's 5'8 and a half. (laughs) Hey, yo! Like it's the most 
the Straw Hats are the most normal looking crew, and they have a cyborg, a reindeer, Pinocchio, a skeleton. If, if you had to guess how tall Shanks was, I think Shanks is like eight foot. I think he's eight foot seven, eight foot eight. He's six six. Fuck. Wait, Shanks is only six six. six how tall six. is Marco? I thought Marco and Shanks were like around the same height. Well, I've never seen them stand next to each other, so who who's who's to say? Oh, Marco six eight. Okay, yeah, because they 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 flash by each other at the end of the war, so there's like that scene or that panel. There's Slightly also a taller. Uh, another. Who do you think is the who's the tallest straw hat? Oh, Brooke. Is it Brooke? I Brooke or post time skip Frankie. I was gonna say Frankie because he's an, a monster. It's... Brooke is nine one. Frankie's so seven ten. No, wait. Oh fuck no! Jinbe is the tallest straw hat. Jinbe's nine <laughs> eleven. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, how tall is Frankie? Post time skip. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh, oh my gosh. Uh, Jimbe is the tallest rat. Yeah, he's only, Frankie's only seven, ten and a half. <laughs> like, all how, just... how tall is General Frankie, though? Dog, I looked up Sen, how tall is Sengoku Buddha, thinking like, oh yeah, this is his name. And it kept pulling up 49 feet. And I was like, this nigga is not 49 feet tall. Who the fuck is dicking with me right now? <laughs> Okay, Iron Frankie <laughs> is 42 feet tall. <laughs> there you go. He's not as big as the Buddha, though. He's not as big as the Buddha. Fuck. <laughs> and he decided when he was fighting helicopter Triceratops, he sacrificed Iron Frankie to shoot him in the head. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do, Doc. Yeah, fuck that helicopter. Um. Oh, that was the um I think my last one. Um Alex, I don't think that makes sense. I keep telling myself I'm like the the, the hypothetical fight I want to see, I just don't think it ever happens, is I'd love to see Garp versus Shanks. I just don't think it happens. No, um, I don't think so. Why do you want to see that? Because I just I just want to see Garp fight someone. Garp is this this this. We've seen Garp throw like an actual real time about four punches. He punched Luffy a couple times and he punched Marco. That's yeah. it. And then, but like, we know he's this mythical figure essentially because of what he did. But like, I'd like to see Garp have to like back it up. Like all the other legendary characters have had to back it up so far. Yeah. And Garp, I just like, I want to, and I don't doubt Garp. Like, this isn't a, oh, fuck Garp, or, oh, I don't think he, like, I think he is as terrifying as advertised at the age of 78, or the fuck old he is. Jesus. Um, <laughs> but, like, I just, I'd, I'd love to see that fight. Um, Shanks is also, I brought up the, the Rayleigh thing earlier, is, like, Shanks is just in this really weird generation, because him, and I, and I text about Brooke, is, like, they're in, like, these essentially for 
well, Shanks isn't for God. Shanks is in like the transition generation from going from Roger to Whitebeard and the Great Age of Pirates. Yeah. Brooke is really fascinating because Brooke is literally from like the forgotten age or the unknown age. Like it's not the void century, at least. No, it's he was he was the era of Zebek and like well, presumably Zebek was a a prom a prominent yeah. pirate at that era. You would have you would maybe, maybe yes, maybe no. You would presume, but we also with the thing that's interesting is like well, he, he said Roger was a rookie. <laughs> he said Roger was a rookie. Brooke, he was a supernova at the time. Brooke came back to life 38 years ago, which is Brooke literally like so Brooke knew what God Valley was before with God Valley, but then never realized it turned into God Valley because he was separated from the rest of the world when all that shit went down. And so yeah. Yeah, I'd be really interested in seeing like Brooke look over like Odin's notes and stuff and then start telling a story. I think that would be really interesting. That be. might be a fun way to end Wano or start the next arc. But it, it all's based off of um and I was um I was going down a Reddit rabbit hole about this is like well, what would Brooke's stories be? And people are putting like, oh, it could be this, it could be that. He should know this person, he should know that person. And then someone brought up the fact is like, well, what if Zebek did it the Blackbeard way? Meaning Zebek was only famous or got to his infamy in such a short amount of time, Brooke might have completely missed all of them. I feel like that would be because Roger, if Roger was a rookie. And he knew of Roger, but he was like, yeah, Roger was a rookie at the time when we were starting or when we were, when we were going out. People also aren't sure if Brooke's talking about the right Roger. That's its own rabbit hole on the internet. Is people I don't, I, nah, nah. Brooke is I, like, Brooke maybe thought a different Roger, but I don't it, like it's that. weird because it was eight. I don't, I don't like that. No, I, I like the idea that like Brooke is this catalyst to a, the past. I don't know. I think that'd be interesting. I know Brooke is super important for his time and place that he was alive. Um, obviously, Skeleton Brooke has no information because Skeleton Brooke had, knows as much as we do, which is he was on Thriller Bark. Luffy pulled up one day. Yeah. And then since then, he's been a part of the same story we have. Yeah. Any Anything that happened while he, I don't expect him to know anything about the outside world. There's before when he was in like that uh bermuda triangle yeah you know but before who's no he should have he he should know something you know luffy has the most interesting like set of circumstances for like the guy that doesn't want to be told like anything about laugh tale at the end of the journey or like he doesn't want to know anything he just wants to experience it he has two of maybe the most pivotal people if not the most pivotal people in the world for learning that shit i would say he is Technically, his crew is perfect for explaining all the mysteries, all the mysteries of One Piece. That's Frankie, Brooke, and Robin. And Usopp will lie about all of it. And Usopp is the one telling the story. So who who knows? That was, uh, I love the, uh, uh, I got only a couple more minutes here, is I loved the, uh, the Brooke panel at the end. And it's like, Brooke singing and like all the straw hat tombstones and it's like Brooke is telling the story and then someone's like but what if 
But what if we're actually just back at Usopp's hometown and he has just told the greatest story of all time? I is 55 <laughs> years old. <laughs> like the greatest lie ever constructed. Like this nigga could stretch like rubber. This nigga was a dead skeleton. Um, it don't be funny because it's like uh Usopp would have to tell about getting his own ass kicked. Um oh last yay or nay. Now I just remembered it. Okay. Yay or nay, we will have an admiral that is an, an admiral die. So yeah, the, the purpose of it is like we've only seen the original three. One left, one got promoted, two were drafted. So we've never all the characters who have had the title of admiral are all still alive in one piece. Will any of those characters, because we all essentially believe to some extent, like Kobe will have an admiral spot by the end of the series. Well, if Kobe's got it, someone got to go. Nah, I, I I still think a Kainu does. So okay, that is like my, my I'm holding on to my theory that Blackbeard takes out a Kainu and Aokiji and then gets their fruit. That's that's that'd be insane. Like that's, I, I that's love my, I love it. I, that's I love my theory. Because I, I think that uh I like the idea that Aokiji was just a double agent for Blackbeard and then everyone is like spread like the Marines are spread thin because they've they're going to whole cake and they're going to Wano you know they're spread out really thin and Blackbeard takes the opportunity to take Marine four that that's my that's my theory oh yeah the um so yeah if I think if I think anyone dies I think yeah, I think an admiral is going to die for sure. And I think it's going to be uh, a kind of quick one before you add out again. I just thought of this in my head uh, because we both love Avatar. Do you think we see any of the other three Logias show up in the rest of One Piece? So that is, we have a fire Logia already. Do you think we get earth, air, or water? Air, maybe. Water, no. Because... I think you were the one that told me that like we already got ice ice is the one that can survive in touching water because it can freeze it immediately and technically we have earth because magma is just liquid earth that's earth is a weird one that i was like i couldn't even imagine how to like draw because like for earth i think i think magma is earth which is why like if he if a kainu really was to awaken his like really wanted to he could melt an island if he wanted to yeah, he's got a pretty fucking destructive fruit. <laughs> Is it more destructive than Whitebeard's? Whitebeard about, ripped Marine I think, forward. In 10 I think it's two. Directions. It's two different things, though, right? Like one guy could take tectonic plates and shake you to death. He made tectonic plates. He makes on tectonic guy <laughs> on the sky. Yeah. <laughs> or I melt the ground beneath your feet. <laughs> They're both crazy. Like this, they're both this. pretty insane, but not as bad. Like the the one that is the most powerful is Buggy. Uh, because if just, he, if he just awakens, like that, ladies and gentlemen, we have to end another episode of it. <laughs> See you guys next season. Buggy, <laughs> Buggy oh. 
with I would an love awakened to see an air fruit. By the way, I think that'd be a cool fucking fruit. Air, air, maybe. Yeah, air would be pretty cool. I feel like we won't because we got Caesar, and Caesar's technically gas. Hey man, Green Bull. He hasn't eaten in a while. Can't eat if you're just air. Just, just, just throwing, just throwing shit out there, man. Just throwing shit out there. Anyway, nah, man. He, he's a plant. That's. I think the plant is. I think that's too. I, I think I, that's too straightforward for Oda. I think it's very on the nose for Oda. <laughs> I think it's very on par with everything. I think I. I He's, it's, it's man there's a lot there's see green bull deserves his own episode because i don't think i've ever like thought of a character that literally there's only a two silhouettes and just says i don't eat unless a girl feeds me and i'm like there's so many ways i could go from here what my are you man my man photosynthesizes that's but that's like i think that's like the straightforward answer i also his, he's I'm just saying like it's okay to be straightforward I also love the idea in like the very quirky uh and very quirky Oda sense is green bull has nothing to do with being green um he's just a really strong colorblind man but because he's so strong people won't tell him he's colorblind <laughs> that's an Oda quirk with that being said <laughs> i am green bull nigga you brown anyway <laughs> We will see you guys next week. As always, at Italia 9080 at Shadow or at least, oh fuck my eye. Hard to find network on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, he's blind. Right. Um, we will see you guys next week. Appreciate y'all. We out. Right, peace out, dudes.